What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Howdy, neighbors. It's Penelope Flynn, moderator, co-host of Discussions from the Otherhood. I'm here with the other Blurred Assassins next door, Cranston, Sonia, Otto, and Nikki. And we are here tonight to discuss the world according to home training and how it is that all of these different films with their different iconic moments might have been different if individuals um, basically had some home training like we did, you know, in our, uh, our, in our neighborhood, in our neck of the woods. So before we get started, we get to talk about the weather. And um, of course, you realize we're missing two people tonight, which is James and William, who had recently come back through. And we don't um, have him tonight, but I'm hoping maybe he'll drop in later. Um, but uh, Otto, you're down, bottom, right. I'll start there. How is your weather? Do people in hell get weather reports? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Doesn't change, does it? It's uh, 101, and it feels like it's a four. I don't think I need to comment oh. any further on that. No yeah, rain. I, understand. I don't yeah. know about water from the sky. I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, and understand yeah. for us, it is 820. So this is what the temperature is at 820 at night. The sun is still setting. It has yet set. It is setting. And that's what it is here. So there you go. All right. Um, Nikki, you're next. Tell us some beautiful things about your weather. I would say it's beautiful. It's 85 degrees, but it got all the way up to 93. But it feels a lot hotter because of the humidity. It is just so humid yeah. here because of the rain. Yeah. Okay, stop, com stop complaining about your rain. We didn't get no rain. Send us some. Put it in a bag. No, you don't need Nail rain. If you could, I mean, with that humidity, I mean, shoot, y'all be baking there. It was steaming, yeah. nice and steamy. <laughs> How about you, Sonia? Is Atlanta area any better? Uh, it's 83, feels like 89, and that's down from 103. Whoa. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. um, the weather um, quality was horrible. Um, got to the point where you, if, when you went outside and come back in, you, you knew it was hot because your skin just sizzled. Wow. Came back in. So, yeah. And it's, oh, somebody gave me a me, sent me a meme that uh, Florida and Georgia were just preheating. We're in the preheat season. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? But think about it. We are at the end of July. Sliding yeah. in August. So, and the first hurricanes are just now getting named. So, it's only going to get hotter and nastier. Uh, All right. Well, Branson, how's it looking in your neck of the woods? Well, living here on the edge of the heat dome, uh, it's been um, uh, upper 90s, uh, tickling right around. Um, right around uh, 100 for a couple of days. It's 100 for like five minutes, and then it'll drop back into the mid-90s. Wow. Mm. Well, I got to tell you, 
I don't want to, you know, complain and be my doom and doom. But I read this article in Life Science. It was saying how it is that what is it called? The uh, one of the streams that currents for um, the ocean, moving water from south to north and stuff. That that is um, possibly going to stop. So I'm wondering how is our world going to be surviving? With the streams, the currents stopping. What what is that going to be? Because it's regarding greenhouse gases, etc. Yeah, they just put out a report that all several of the coral around Florida are bleaching because the water is starting to boil. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. And there's no such so thing. So we'll have lots of fry. Yeah, we'll have a lots of stuff of boiled fish. If you know. Just go out to the um, the Chattahoochee River is not too far from here. I just have to go pick some up. Yeah, wow. Well, hmm. kind of on that note, we'll move into our topic regarding how we avert tragedies in our iconic films by having a little bit of home training. Now, if you saw the show notes, what will you will notice is the ones that are about courses like Frankenstein with his it's alive, you know, and he and he's throwing on all the electricity and everything's lighting up, and then they have the sounds and everything, and then ta-da, you know, his own holy monster, here it is. But if this took place, you know, in my neck of the woods, or in my neck of the woods growing up, you know, your mom would be like, What is that? I know you're not using up all my electricity, you know, with all this lights going off, you sort of turn that stuff off. And of course, you would say, because you were very smart, oh, no, uh, Mother, it is not our electricity. I've built a machine and I bring in the electricity from outside, from the lightning. And then either that's the point where you pick up your teeth, you know, or uh, I don't know, yeah, because you don't get to say anything. <laughs> so there'll be no it's aliving, nothing like that, because you know, one wouldn't get to use electricity. You don't care whether you brought it from outside, but they say that you brought it from inside. It's just from the inside. You have to agree and be quiet. The end. See, no Frankenstein monster because you wouldn't get to use electricity and everybody would be fine. Tragedy averted by home training. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In addition, my second from John Carpenter's The Thing. Here they come. They're this dog is running over, I had to say it's German Shepherd, but it's not a German Shepherd, it's a Husky, is running over this ice and snow in the middle of nowhere in this helicopter. These men is chasing it down. They're trying to shoot it and kill it. And, you know, they're doing their best. And, and then finally the, the helicopter crashes, people die. And, but the dog survives. And the dog man, the kilo master is like, oh, come on in here, little dog. These things are very sad for you. Let's go in here. Uh, no, okay, see, crisis averted because in a my neck of the woods, you come home with a dog and your family says, what the heck is that? It is a dog, but well, that's nice. You're not bringing it in here. There, crisis averted. Dog never gets into the kennel, never gets there, never spreads the thing to you all if you just had a little bit of home training. So with that in mind, 
we can look at some of our other shows, films, and establish how we can avert these crises by just having a little bit of home training, right? So Cranston, do you have any instances where a crisis of that magnitude could be averted just with a little bit of home training? Um, oh, there, there are so many. And then there is the, the one that's the, uh, the general one that um, that always happens and, and, and hopefully not stepping on anybody else's, but it's always, let's split up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, you know, like, okay, what could go wrong with that? You know? Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, because, yeah, because what is it? When you leave the house with so-and-so, you better come back with so-and-so. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it and everything, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, one that that um that um that comes to mind immediately and, and I mentioned it in, in another context, we go back to alien, which is like a whole uh thing of of, of uh, home training um violations. But um the first one is of course when uh the xenomorph which if they had listened to the protocol which said do not bring in anything from outside and you don't know what it is that would have averted a lot of stuff a you lot. know uh, right there basic, basic home training and, do not bring a thing into your house and you don't know what it is yeah and then of course you get somebody who jumps the chain of command because yeah i'm i'm the one in charge here but i'm going to go ahead and do this override this just because I can't. But okay, fine. So now we're, we're having to go look for this thing that's now running around the ship. And they think they found it. Well, Ripley, uh, Parker, and um, Brett think they found it. And it turns out to be the ship mascot or pet or whatever it is, but Jonesy the cat. Now, this is halfway through the movie. We have never seen Jonesy before. Explain where was Jonesy when everybody else was asleep, and they explain on the uh, alien wiki that um, that the uh, those chambers they sleep in can accommodate the cat. But the first question is, would you want the cat sleeping with you in your sleep chamber? Uh-uh. Uh, anyway, so now the cat's running around the ship, and of course they split up again. They sent Brett out to find it, and the. Uh, cat when the xenomorph was about to get him the cat sitting over there in the corner hissing which is why you should have a dog as a ship's mascot because at least the dog would start barking or something he or or have sense to run and yes. then you know hey maybe i also should run yeah you know you know dog has dog has a good idea anyway, so flash forward to the end of the movie and uh they're gonna blow up the ship it sets the nukes and at the last minute, decides to onset them, and she can't. So the ship is still doing the countdown. It's going to blow up. You need to get off the ship, except it stops to get the cat. Now, unless in whatever year, um, whatever whatever year uh, the first movie takes place in, that cats have become an endangered species, there's a lot of cats. So... I'm going to say, well, Jonesy, you know, I'll miss you and I'll name the next one after you, but I'm not going to look for you. Because your mom said a cat is a wild animal. It can take care of itself. It can take care of itself. 
the home training rules. A cat yeah. can take care of itself. That's it and stuff, you know. And hey, and you know, cat 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 know what cat knows where it is. He he knows where to go and stuff, you know. Right. So again, home training. Crisis mm -hmm. averted. Yep. Go back and look for the cat. The cat will find its own way. Cat's mm -hmm. smart. Don't worry about it. And or, if it yeah. doesn't do it, then they, that cat smart, and you probably don't want to have it traveling with you. I was going to say, in our house, the cat would have been waiting by the capsule. What took you so long? Exactly. Exactly. I've been here. I've been here. Or you tell yourself, hey, the cat's had a good run. You know. That's right. Yeah, the, the cat's had a good run. All right. Okay. Anybody else with their crises averted through home training? No. Oh, come on. You must know something. Mm -mm. Mine, my <laughs> other one, of course, is okay. Count Dracula comes to your house. Count no, Dracula is coming to your house at night. And obviously, you don't know him, right? Because he's coming to say, oh, yes, and waiting for you to invite them in. So I'm standing inside my house. Number one, uh, nobody just gets to come to your house, all right? So if I didn't meet them during the daytime, then where did I meet them such that I want to let them come into my house? So that's a no. It's like I'm standing there and I've opened the door and you don't come in and I have to invite you in. So what do I look like? A slave? <laughs> so no, that's not happening. Let's say I have to, oh, I have to give you an engraved invitation. Oh, master, please come into my house, sir. Uh, no. The door is open. I'm standing there. If you can't walk over the threshold, you need to stay outside. There is none of that slavish behavior going on here. Absolutely not. So, again, crisis averted. You don't get to come in my house because I'm not going to sit there and beg you to come into my home. All right? I'm not even answering the door. Yeah. Like, you know, there's like some, here. some Mormons or something knocking on the door. It's like, nah. Right. I don't expect you. not to be home. Yeah, what are you doing? I, I didn't expect you to be at my house. Exactly. It's home training. You don't have to open the door to people who were not originally invited to your home. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and I put one also at the beginning that, I mean, on the um, graphic. And that is one of my favorites, of course, of all films. My guilty pleasure, Leprechaun. So, you are here. Okay, here's a leprechaun, right? Leprechaun has a whole bunch of gold. And you know the leprechaun rules. You got your leprechaun, and then you get, you know, his pot of gold. All right. Now, depending on where you live, you know, what you've done throughout your life, you may be a very lucky person or a very unlucky person. I lean toward the unlucky type of person. So, I'm not messing with anything that deals with luck at all. So he comes in. I see the, the leprechaun. I, uh-huh, well, uh, later. I, I don't want anything from you. Don't, don't ask me to want it. I don't want to make wishes. I don't want no gold. I don't want to have anything to do with you. I do not, uh, no, just, just no. Don't, don't get into, I mean, everybody will tell you when you're young, the old ladies say, you are supposed to avoid things that deal with luck because luck is like counter to faith. 
that you should have faith and you should not believe in luck. So anything regarding being lucky, having luck is supposed to be bad. Have you all, you all taught that too? No. Mm-hmm. But you were not taught that, that luck, no. you're not supposed to it's, believe in luck? It was make your own luck. Don't make wishes, just make it happen. Yeah, you're not supposed to believe in luck because luck is counter to faith. No, it's uh, luck is is just God making things right for you. So, no, if you can, if you can figure that out, then it's luck. You know, if, if yeah. it's bad luck, then it's the flip side of the blessing. But if it's luck, so-called luck is just God saying, you know what, I'll give you a break. But that's the well, thing you have to pray. You have to pray for things. You can't expect luck because well, like gambling and stuff like that. You're relying on luck, and you're not supposed to do it. Well, see, there's a thing here that people do, and it's a way. To- to justify when something happens to somebody else that let's say if I'm walking down the street and I found a uh, your find your purse in the street and as I'm going through there and pulling the money out and the credit cards out and stuff I don't say that I was lucky or you were unlucky but that was a blessing for me by giving me all of your stuff okay yeah see that's a problem don't you think I would think so, but you know, there are people that now they're always fascinated people to think that somebody else's misfortune was their good luck, you know, and they have no problem with it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's bad. It's called West, yeah, it's called Western civilization. That's what happened. <laughs> that's bad, man. That, that's yeah, yeah, you're supposed to believe in luck. So from my perspective, the issues with something like uh Leprechaun, that would not be a thing for me. Well, you're misconstruing luck, I think. I think you missed No, no, just that's, that's for my, I'm saying that this is home training stuff. That, you know, that's why I learned growing up that no, but see, you're not supposed see, to believe black, in luck. But the thing is, black people say that, but they got all kind of lucky talisman on them. So it's not, you know, I mean, what about my mother had that lucky house spray? She spray all the time. Well, sure, my aunt have that, that too. Money, that money spray. Money and love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they have those things. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, you're not supposed to believe in like, and you're playing the number all the time. You know that. Yeah, exactly. I had a dream, and then I played this number. They, right, they say right. that, that, that's not, that's, if a leprechaun had, they saw a little leprechaun, and uh, they saw it down the street, they're going to clobber that guy, take his gold. I'm not having anything to do with it. No, thanks. Me and Leprechaun, never the twain shall meet. No thanks. No, no lucky, lucky Leprechaun stuff for me. No, y'all can keep your Leprechauns. I, I say that all those things like that, for instance, I think about things like, uh, just like you're talking about in um, Alien, things like King Kong, you know? You go over to a place, you don't know anything about it, right? Yep. But you go in there and start trying to change things and touch things and bring things. No, you're not supposed to do that. You don't have any, any home training, no civilization. You don't do that. Yeah, you go into somebody else's house and you're going to yeah. impose your rules on it. Yeah. Yeah, I said, no, that's, that's inappropriate. So if you act like you've got some training, some home training, when you got to Skull Island, you would have left that ish alone. You would let it stay mm-hmm. right there. Especially after all those people got killed out there with these dinosaur things and King Kong running on doing all sorts of craziness. 
you leave that stuff right there. But boy, you know, the dollar signs in the eyes, I want to take this thing back and make a lot of money with it. There you go. But he should have been out of his home training. And well, the first thing I should tell you that is, where is this island? I mean, where is it on the map? It's not on the map. Then let's turn around and go back. Yeah, I should tell you something. Yeah. Maybe there's a place we shouldn't have to go. If you can't turn around and go back, I'm not getting off the ship. And if I'm in, <laughs> and, and if I'm in New York and I see a monkey climbing the Empire State Building, I'm going to Brooklyn or something. I'm not going down there. <laughs> I'm not going down there. Am I stupid? <laughs> yeah. yeah, hey, there's a problem over there. Let me go see what it is. Yeah, that, like what? That, like I'm gonna do solve it? <laughs> the, house, the house with the all the rain clouds hanging over the house. Why are you gonna go there for help? <laughs> yeah, they don't have a car in the driveway. They can't help you. No, I can't. I can't blame the people on the on the subway train. You know, because they yeah, they do what they know to do. I can't. I can't blame them. But you know what though? Stupid people ride in the first car of the subway anyway. So. And all the cool people riding the last car. So if you rode in the last car, you probably would live. First car people, you know. But well, I mean, but the things he came in like in the middle. He didn't go to the first car. He no, just he came, like, the first the car middle, because remember that conductor had that look on his face, like, holy cow, I gotta put the brakes on. Oh that? yeah, that's true. That's true. He came up in the middle of the track, but it was in front of the car. You're right. You're right. Yeah, and things like that, like Godzilla. You see a big giant egg, right, in the middle of somewhere. Oh me, I'm so smart. I have no idea what this is or what it will do, but guess what? I'm gonna take it from where it is and put it somewhere where I have no idea how to enclose it, stop it, whatever, if it should open or or what. Because I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just so smart. No, no, leave stuff alone. That's what your mother says, leave stuff alone. You didn't put it there, so don't move it from there, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, the other thing they would do, and I actually talked to somebody who did that because the one for me is this is this untested serum or untested whatever it is. So who am I gonna test it on? I'm gonna test it on myself. Yeah, perfect. Because now I can really <laughs> write very objective notes about what is this going on with me, you know, as I'm testing it on myself and I'm both um observer. And victim. No. But well, let me ask you this though. Okay. What do you think about the first person that smoked crap? What do you think that how that went down? I don't think it was a person. I think it was a some uh, mouse that got uh, caught in a scientist thing. Yeah. And the scientist went, "Oh, look, that looks really interesting. Let's just blow some up and around people and see what it does." The first person to smoke a crack pipe. Well, it, it was a variation of uh, something that I was talking with a friend of mine, and I was surprised that she agreed with me. And she works with the CDC that back when it was crack and uh, people were using it, they were saying the same thing these people are using um, that are well, on Oxy, which a generation later, like people that were on crack were criminals and we need to lock them up and all that kind of stuff. But when it's uh, other people taking Oxy, uh, they're uh, victims and they need help and they actually train mm -hmm. people to go around with something to drive them. But uh, they were saying that what it is is uh, when they take this stuff and they OD and you revive them, all it has done is told them how much they can take without ODing again. 
But that was the same thing with crack. You know, it was I can handle it and everything, and you know, I, I can do this, I, and I can stop anytime I want to. Yeah, yeah. but can you imagine the first person that got this like really expensive cocaine for a hundred dollars an ounce and said, "You know what? Let let me add some bleach to this, and then I can cook it, and then break it into like a like a you know lazapan or something, and then smoke it." What do you think? I mean, the things I mean, I've, I've gathered. It's kind of like. And honestly, what Sonia said, I mean, this is chemistry. You know, somebody was not looking at this, you know, as, hey, here's some cocaine and here's some bleach. They were sitting there putting together, you know, a chemical, looking at, you know, chemical compounds, molecules, deciding what it is that they would do, how they would combine with each other. And we saw math first before they even got to the mouth stage. So again, somebody, you know, decided they wanted a result and then they worked backwards. What is the result that we want from um, introducing this drug into the community? We want people to have this type of reaction to it. We certainly want it to be addictive. Um, we want it to be uh, something that is difficult for other people to replicate, i.e. that cocaine is expensive. So something that the government can get its hands on, but cannot get their hands on, you know, um, too readily unless they are um, unless they are, are able to put in a huge monetary investment, right? So this is something that is, was backward, which called manufactured backward um, retro engineer. Yeah, engineer that they looked at it and said, we want a certain reaction, you know, from this particular community. You know, we're giving them something, you know, needles, needles that can work too well with them, but they do smoke. So we'll get something that can be smoked, something that is addictive, something that basically um, makes people not um, aggressive, but makes them uh, more docile because we don't want people to become aggressive, um, but we just want them constantly on this. Uh, so, so yeah. that goes against the uh, Cranston's thing about the scientist not trying it on itself. It's like, you know, people say by word of mouth, hey, this crack is good. Take a smoke from this. And then, you know, they tried it on themselves. Everybody well, who, who's a crack addict said, I like to try this, you know, so. Well, because somebody else told them that it was benign but only because that person needed to marshal an army of other people like them in order to obtain more. By themselves, it's more difficult. With someone else who has not tapped out all their resources, you wanna get that person involved so they will tap out their resources. So of course, this thing is not really, you know, I would think introduced at first to, you know, you know, just go out on the street and get some homeless person, give them crack. Those parties, you know, people, you know, who are on the scene, you know, and then those people end up distributing it to other people. And then, you know, therefore they give it to two friends and so on and so on as the commercial goes. So yeah, the things like the scientist who tries the thing on him or herself, I think that because they knew what that was supposed to do, they would never try it on themselves. But, you A know- drug dealer never gets hooked on his own supply. Yeah, because it's their business. They are addicts, they're business people. Scarface 101. Yeah. And, you know, those, I mean, many, but, you know, there are people who did. 
you know, got involved with taking the drugs as well as selling them, and they weren't very successful in that business venture. Yeah, I knew somebody who um, was a lightweight dealer, like a third level dealer or something, and this person kept meticulous notes. And uh, of course, you sample your own stash and you found out based on his meticulous notes that he was his own best customer. Yeah. It's like somebody put me in charge of Twinkies. You're like, hey, here you go, Twinkies. I have to take a bite just to make sure it's a good Twinkie. There you go. I'm going to be a fat ass. <laughs> More like my grandfather would say, then you would get really skinny. <laughs> because you're eating all that sugary food. He said, you can tell those kids all they do is eat candy because look how skinny they are. He would always say that. But look at them, how skinny they are. They all they just start eat candy. They look, you know, that was like, he would always just kind of look down his nose at that. Yeah, we all have our rules. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that, that one, that, that thing there, getting the don't get high on your own supply. I don't know who they got that from or whatever, but I presume that that is something also that somebody would tell you, you know, don't get don't get involved with stuff that you get, you know, hooked on. I don't know. It's a prudent business decision. Yeah, yeah. Chris had never had to worry about that because he had to work out of the docks at nine, so. Yeah, yeah. So no, couldn't couldn't do that one. But yeah, but that that was it. Yeah, don't don't um or or try this. What is it? Just try it. No, what is it? Try it. Try it. Just try it. No, I I, I like the uh, uh you know the Back to the Future meme. Yeah. You know when they yeah. when, when the professor etc. decides you know like go back to the past mm -hmm. and they find out what's going on in the past. They say you know what we're not going in the past. Yeah. And then they go to the instead of go to the past, they go to the future. Say, but, then, but then they decide, then they determine that the future is just like the past. Wow, that's bad. Yeah. That's like so now, cool. you know, like something yeah. happened right now. We mm -hmm. never thought that we would see again. That like, you know, the future just it's just like it's 1968. Yeah, yeah, you know, yep. it's craziness. Man, you know, I, I mean they they talk about I mean I I think a lot of stuff, you know, again, I talk about television and film and stuff, that crises can be averted, tragedy averted by having some home training. And it's really kind of true. You know, if people would learn to keep their hands off other people's stuff, right? We'd be so much better off than we are now. You clean up after yourself. How about that one? That's a little bit of home training. All this stuff, you know, you're you're polluting the air, destroying the environment. You put that stuff out there, clean up after yourself. If you don't know how to clean it, then don't make a mess of it. If you say, I put the stuff in the air, I don't know how to clean it, then don't put it in the air if you don't know how to clean it. You know, clean up after yourself, right? Right? Mm -hmm. You think about how many films and stuff that people, you know, would, would benefit if they just cleaned up after themselves. You know, like you're going somewhere, close the door, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're given instructions, follow yeah. them. Yeah, how about that? Gremlins, right? Yep. yep. Give them some instructions. Follow said instructions. You know, mm -hmm. don't decide, hey, I'm going to do something other than what they said to do. 
And in all honesty, who in the world would give a child a thing that requires so many, so many instructions who the failure to follow would result in so much chaos? You know, that's the thing again with the, with the parents, whoever, leave shit alone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> leave it where it was. You don't have to take that anywhere. Leave that where it was. You know, he was perfectly fine in his wherever he was. Exactly. And when it yeah. rained, it was probably out in the open, so all that destruction wasn't wouldn't have happened. He would have been asleep at before midnight, so right. wouldn't be eaten. Rules. Just just stay doing the thing you're supposed to do. Don't be taking stuff out. You don't know. And you know you're lazy. You know you're not very bright. You know your child isn't very bright either. So why would you give that to them? Oh, well, is, is that a cat? No, that's a mogwai. What's a mogwai? I don't know. Where'd you get it from? Uh, I don't know. Well, is it, it. contagious? Does it have rabies? I don't know. Okay, well, good. Bring it in the house. <laughs> The only time bringing in something strange into the house worked was E.T. No, not even that, man. Because I tell you what, I never saw E.T., but this is the what you call it that would happen to E.T. So a strange, dark creature is brought into a house. The neighbors see it, and they all put their houses up for sale. <laughs> <laughs> the end. The end. I mean, come on. I mean, your mom see something like that in her house and E.T. would not be able to phone home because E.T. would be dead because your mom would hit it with a baseball bat. So what the heck <laughs> no, is that hit in her house? A broom. A broom. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's not, she not playing for the Mets. She's going to grab the first thing she can get her hands on, which is typically a broom or some cleaning utensil. Yeah. Mop something, handle. You know, something. She's going to yeah. run it out of her house. And, and this, the other thing. Okay. I am a kid with a bicycle, right? So I'm going to leave my house, get an ET, drive with my little friends on my bicycles out to wherever the heck, 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 in order to take the ET to wherever he's supposed to be. Okay, I'm sorry. Now, the first problem we have is like, uh, and you left your house? You know, I mean, the first, the first part is this. You get beaten with the, first the ET get beaten with the broom or, or mop. And then that that's not the end of your story. Understand? <laughs> you let this thing in the house, so there's there's a price to pay. Yep. You're next. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like things like, how in the world do you get to leave the house? There is no leaving the house. You come mm -hmm. inside. You are inside the house. You are inside the house. That's it. If ET mm -hmm. is in the house. Unfortunately for E.T., now that E.T. is in the house, you don't get the phone home. you got to go wash dishes now, you know? <laughs> so, that's, you know, that's it. You made a mistake. You came here. Now you want to you gotta make beds, right? you got to wash the dishes, right? Now you got to go to school. Now, thanks. Great, E.T. Now you and messed no it up TV. for all of us. And no damn TV. You know, there, there's a thing for, that uh, happens every night or it happens. In New York at 10 o'clock, they will always say, it's 10, 10 o'clock p.m. Do you know where your children are? Yep. They say that all the time. I'm not sure if they said it still, but yeah. it's like, you're not getting out of the house. And you, yeah. you're not getting out of the house. Uh, 
There's no leaving the house. Well, I mean, what kind of insanity? I mean, I'm sorry, but I look at these shows like that. So obviously, like I said, they do that in their neighborhoods. That does not happen, you know, in uh, oh. my neighborhood. You didn't, you didn't get to go outside. You know, it's oh it's, yeah, you got to go outside, but your ass ain't. You look, my thing is this. time of day, you got to be inside. You have to be taking your bath or whatever, watching, yeah. preparing for the next day, whether it be school or church or whatever. But you don't get to be riding around on no, a bike. No, the thing is, is that you don't get to like go outside, do some stuff, come back in, do some other stuff, and then go back outside. And once you're in, you're in. That's it. There's no in and out. No in and out. You better make your decision, you know. Cause you going inside, you staying in. This That's ain't right. no like this ain't this, this ain't no like no uh, man in a gray flannel suit. You get to come and go as you please. <laughs> yeah, you are you are a child in a household. You have no rights except those which your parents might possibly try to extend to you. So no, no. But the other thing about that is, it's not so much that you're going out at night and everything, and you're going to take this uh, extraterrestrial creature back to his extraterrestrial friends who are going to take him back off terrestrial, right? Mm -hmm. How do you know they're not going to grab you too? Exactly. Which is you why you're not allowed to leave the house. Nobody yeah, said you can leave the house. Yeah, you say, can't come home. And like my mom would say as she's beating my ass, you know, E.T. who? E. What? E.T. what? He's my friend, man. He's my friend. Your so-called friend. I won't be sure. <laughs> Absolutely no. There is none of that, you know. I'll eat to your ass. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. but, uh, no, yeah. definitely. Things that those are things that would not happen because you would not be able to leave the house. And once ET was in that house, I'm sorry, ET. There will be no going home unless yeah. whoever it is that comes to get you comes to that front door. And they're knocking on the door, and you're about to say, "Oh, so I so guess you're not you, are Mr. And Mrs. you are Mr. and Mrs. E.T." Yeah, well, I call exactly. that yes. I call They're not going to let anybody in the house anyway because you oh. don't know them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm calling CPS. E.T. E.T. gets on a on a on a spaceship. Mom, E.T. got on a spaceship. Oh, okay. So E.T. E. jump off a building. You going to jump off a building too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's, that's, that's but it. you all are better than me because if ET was on a spaceship, I'm sorry, I wouldn't even tell my parents. I'm like, you know what? It's not worth it. It ain't worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> well, in the current condition, I'll go. Hmm, maybe I should join you. Yeah, no joke. Oh, my mother would say, "You smoking them drugs? <laughs> <laughs> you smoking the drugs?" <laughs> now, nah, man. I, I think uh, just a little, a little bit of home training goes a long, long way. I mean, I think of anything, any show, film where there's you know a uh, disaster and things of that ilk. You know, things. For instance, when somebody tells you something and you don't listen, and they say to you, "You don't listen. You never listen." Right? That you get that. That you. The news is on saying yes and. There's a strange happenings, and you should probably stay inside. Wait a minute, I gotta go to the store and buy some milk. You never listen. They That's didn't right. say. Mm -hmm. They didn't say stay inside 
unless you have to go buy some milk. Now, the man on the TV said, stay inside. Keep your ass inside. Black kids don't wind up on the back of milk containers. Follow <laughs> directions. Stay in the house. You're staying in the building. Do what you're supposed to do. Follow directions. And that's the thing. Follow your I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. My mom, if I went out to the house, out of the house at night, she wouldn't be satisfied just sitting there waiting for me. She's going to go out in the streets of New York and find me. So <laughs> she went out there and saw me in, in some spaceship. Everybody in there going to get their ass tore up. And me too. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. So I, I I just don't understand it. You know, people, again, you know, uh, the thing that gets me is we have the scary movies and somebody tells you, don't do the thing because the thing is going to happen. And you say, okay, don't do the thing because the thing is going to happen. All right, I'm going to go do that thing anyway because that's for the rest of the people, not for me, right? Mm -hmm. That, that's just them. You know, I don't have to, the rules do not apply to me. That's the other thing. The rules do not apply to me rule. The rules always especially apply to you because you do not have the mental capacity to be thinking up things on the, on the fly. So please just follow the rules, you know, that are made for the general public. You know, just, just do that. Just do those regular things, right? So mm -hmm. that, that thing, just follow the rules. You know, don't be making up new rules, you know, as you go along, because, you know, you don't know what's going on. And so I told you some very basic things. Go inside. Lock the door. Mm -hmm. All right. Here comes somebody coming, knocking on your door. Hey, can you let me in? Oh, yeah, let me just unlock the door. <laughs> Where was the statement that said that you could unlock the door? No, you're not even allowed to check. Who's knocking on the door? No. I they mean, just want to stay kids, out there knocking. They just be knocking on yeah, that door. When we were kids, we were not allowed to answer the door. Mm -mm. No, oh, we were not allowed to answer the door. Only adults could answer the door. Mm -hmm. Imagine as, as a kid open, unlocking the door, opening some, open the oh, door. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Mm -mm. You mm. could only get permission to open the door. I couldn't touch the door, look at the door. I couldn't say yeah. the word door. <laughs> no, yeah. like, you know, if your parents expect someone so and so's coming, and they can tell you, oh, go open the door. But you're oh, yeah, not allowed to make an executive, yeah, you cannot make an executive decision no. to open a door in the house. Turn nope. the knob, get in front of the door, nope. look through the people, nothing. Nope. None of it. Not even like you say, looking through the people. You're not even allowed to do that without permission. You know, or look out the window. Oh my God, do not be caught. We can looking out the window. Oh my God. Don't, don't be you caught know, out the window. Don't you know that your Jehovah Witnesses are waiting for you outside? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretend like you're not at home. Yep. Pretend not. Everybody, everybody keeps still. Like, I could never understand why we were so afraid of Jehovah's Witnesses. I didn't understand it. I they understand why people are afraid of Jehovah's Witnesses. They didn't know when Well, yeah, they don't know. Yeah. And because they know that, that, see, they know the rules too. They know that in your household, you know, especially Black people, that we cannot be um, rude. So they come mm -hmm. in and they start doing their, their, their song and dance. We have to actually sit there and listen to it. 
because otherwise to tell people, okay, get out, and stuff is rude. You have to offer them something to drink and all this kind of stuff like that. So in order to avoid getting caught up in that, you've got to pretend that you're not there. And you know what, though? I couldn't wait to be an adult because I said, man, when I'm an adult and Jehovah Witness come to my door, I'm going to slam it in their face tell them to get the hell out. <laughs> and when I was an adult and Jehovah Witness came knocking my door, I said, hey, might be quiet. Make sure you know. <laughs> no, move. Don't move. Quiet. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Don't breathe. You know? Don't let him hear you yeah. breathe. Either. Don't breathe. Yeah, no joke, man. It's like, you know, because they, I mean, a lot of people know, you know, this is our culturally, it is rude. And and we're culturally taught not to be rude like that. So, in order to not be rude, time, we pretend that we're not there. I know one time it was so funny because Penelope, I don't know where you were. You weren't at home, but me and Michelle. Nanette and Daddy were home. I was in the room, and I heard people out there talking, and I came out from my room to the living room. It was the Jehovah, I, I lie to y'all not, it was the, the Jehovah Witnesses. They had Daddy reading the Bible. Yikes. Oh, they got him. They got him. <laughs> they got his ass. <laughs> Yikes. So I'm out of here, man. I said, you know what? So... And the place didn't burn up or anything, right? Yeah, Very well. <laughs> he was really help. being polite. Mm-hmm. He was uh-huh. really being polite. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. What's going on? He must have had a gun on him or something. I came walking out just to see what was going on. I see Daddy standing up in the middle of the living room floor with the, um, Jehovah's Witnesses. I mean, reading a few passages, I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that would have been my, my cue to get the H up out of there, man. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something going to go down. But there's another one that I always thought was, uh, said, okay, wait a minute. And that was in a, in a forbidden planet. Uh-huh. And okay, so but we've established earlier in Forbidden Planet that anytime they needed to do anything on their uh, spaceship, they had to uh disassemble it to you know to 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 put up the protective fence and do whatever else they were going to do. So it was some disassembly was required. Okay. <laughs> so uh end of movie and everything and we figured out where the monster from the Eden and all that is coming in so uh morpheus is dying so he tells commander adams to drag me over to this button and uh then he pushes the button and then after he pushes the button he tells them that the planet's going to blow up tomorrow so you've got till tomorrow to get the hell out of dodge so Commander Adams should call the ship and says, how long before we can take off? And they said, 36 hours. So the important thing to do is ask before he does it, what happens when you push this button? Right. Or how about this? I'm getting ready to push the button. And uh, you're going to have to leave in the next 24 hours when I push this button. So maybe you shouldn't push the button until you know how long it's going to take us to get out of here. Yeah, that's the first. You know, that's the first thing you need to ask or anything, and you drag him back. Says, "Okay, we're good and stuff. All right, I tell you what, 
we'll push the button. Trust me, I'll push the button for you and stuff tomorrow before just before we leave tomorrow. Okay? Push that button for you for realsies. Yeah, that thing. Ask for all the information. Yeah. How about that one? That's another one we get. Ask for all the information, not get partial instructions. Ask for all the instructions before you head into a venture, right? That's mm -hmm. a good home training thing. Oh, yeah. Ask for all the instructions and don't get cut off because even that could even be like, what's the name of the other thing with the, the gremlins thing? You know, don't oh, yeah. get it after midnight, don't get it wet. Get all the instructions mm -hmm. up front. Make sure that you can get that you have a good possibility of following these instructions. And if there's any possibility that you aren't going to be able to follow these instructions, then you probably shouldn't get this thing. Probably shouldn't go off on that venture, right? You know, if mm -hmm. my venture, you know, for instance, includes we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and then we have to run a mile or something like that. See, I'll find that out ahead of time. I was like, oh, that's a thing that has to happen. Oh, that's not going to happen. So I need a new plan because that part of there, that will not happen. So why would I plan to do something that I know already from the very start is not going to happen? Period. Yeah. What, what about uh, what about Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Like, uh, you know, he, he, I never saw the movie, but I kind of generally know what it's like. And so I myself took a day off from school. <laughs> It wasn't that. It wasn't as great as that movie. You're still because, alive. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff Fairly. that happened to me that I wouldn't have. So, yeah, that, I mean, his 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 hooky day thing is like the stuff of legends. I mean, that's the thing that you really write a movie about. I um, that's you know those things that again don't play hooky. His is the cautionary tale of don't play hooky. Oh, for any reason. No, yours. Oh, yours is. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a juvenile horror story. Yep, yep, yep. The only thing that could have happened worse is I would have been murdered. That's what it been. <laughs> well, you would have been killed by your best friend's father once you find out what happened to his car. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. See? But then, well, you know, like Ferris Bueller. The issue is that he didn't get in trouble. It was only his friend that was going to get in trouble. And then, of course, they did stupid things, like, for instance, oh, we do the thing, we run the car backwards, and then the, the odometer will, you know, go down. What kind of moron? Mm -hmm. What kind of moron says mm -hmm. that? That the Ferris Bueller thing is so dumb. I mean, it's just, it, it's just, ugh, it just what a, I, I I watched it because oh make you know, the kid movie. make the kid black make Ferris Bueller black right? oh hell no man but that's a non movie that's a non movie as somebody ever talk about Ferris Bueller saying yeah Ferris Bueller that he would not take a day off he would go to school that day he would finish he he graduate at the top of his class and become a doctor because his parents wouldn't put up with that nonsense because they know. He became a dermatologist. Yeah, his, uh, yeah. Parents are disappointed in him because they wanted a cardiologist. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Ferris Bueller's day off for good behavior. Yeah, that's about the size of it. Yeah, and I think oh, the one the Breakfast Club that the five uh, kids they said you know they go for one day of detention. They've been black. They've been there you know for like twelve the rest days. Of the school year. Yeah. 
the rest of the yeah. school year. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck in detention. Yeah. yeah. Then they get an F for not going to class. Right. And then you can't graduate. So yeah. you can't get a job. You yeah. know, or can't and go you to never eat breakfast again. Yep. Except for your three hots on a cot that you get either in the military or when you go to jail. That's right. Which is on you on your way there anyway. So yeah. What about mm -hmm. uh risky business? I like that one. Yeah. I like that one too. For yeah. uh, what they did for a uh, risky business is saying that you get, he starts a prostitution ring at his parents' house. If you're a black kid and neighbors see it, they call the cops, the cops come, you get arrested, you get put in prison and you do not go to Princeton, the end. Yep. Now, yep. of course, but, but, but that thing would never happen to a black kid because the concept of bringing some strange people into your parents' house to have sex, to do any to have sex, number one, no, to do anything. The first thing is, people come up in your parents' house, they steal anything. That's your, that is your ass. Or break something. Break something. Oh, that's yeah. your ass. That's oh, it. How you gonna come to my house and break something? That's my job to break stuff and hide it. <laughs> you coming in the house and break something? You gonna come in my house and break something? Yeah. And then you gonna go into different rooms and and, and have and have sex in different rooms? I'd be better off letting the letting the Jehovah Witness in. You crazy? Yeah. Mm hmm. How's that gonna work? Risky business. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, he's not going to Prince. He's not going to no school. School of hard knocks. That's where he's going. They're going to jail. Yep, that's one. That's. I mean, it's incredible to me that yeah, that that would not be a film. That would not be a thing. That would not know. And number one, you know, you would never do it because no one is allowed in my parents' house, but they are oh, not God, home. No. Oh my you God! And you know what? Unless you're, unless you're a sex worker. Yeah. I mean, there's nobody allowed in there when your parents are not home. And that the thing is, though, you do something like that and get away with it. But the first time you don't, that disastrous thing, oh, my God, there's no recovery from that. Yeah, it's like, oh, Joe, Joe, you cracked. This, there's a crack in the air. He said, bitch, you have no idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, really? Okay. Okay, that's okay. I'll get them. I'll take the punishment, whatever that is. You have no idea. Oh, God. No yeah. idea. I think yes, definitely. That 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 would not be a, a thing because number one, you don't let nobody in your parents' house when they are not at home. And I know everybody's done it. Probably some, but my gosh, the the terror, the terror. You know, uh, I just kind of get in my bedroom. Uh, uh, you, you, God, don't even. That's not even funny. Oh, God. I mean, I mean, I, the, the thing is that you have somebody over that is not supposed to be there. They get mm. to go home. Mm. You don't. <laughs> it's like, can mm -hmm. I go with you, perhaps? You know? mm -hmm. Can I perhaps come with you to your home? Because we, I don't want to be here in my home, not anymore. 
Not nope. for the, the rule breakage. Whoa. No, 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 no. I drive, what is it? I drive my, my father's Porsche into uh -huh. Lake Michigan? Ew. Yep, that's not good. I wouldn't be driving like keep on driving. Porsche. You better keep on driving, you know. You better be mm -hmm. in that car. You better keep on driving. Yeah, you better be in the car underwater. That's where yeah. you need to be. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Mm-mm. It wouldn't happen, I can't again, so I'm not even worried. Yeah, it would be. You, 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 like put the car in reverse, and then it goes in the lake. And then you know what? After that bad shit happened to you, you don't do anything else. You stop doing stuff. <laughs> yep, that's true. Okay, but this is bad. Yeah, I'm not gonna continue is... to let bad stuff happen. Yeah, just like no, that's a sign from God. That's a sign from God. You should chill. Now stop doing things. Yeah, you need to quit. Just quit doing stuff. Why would you keep doing stuff? Oh, let me double down and get get some hookers in here, get some blows in here, and get this crazy skinny pimp angry at me and all this. I'm not doing nothing else. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. That's enough. He said, that's enough. Car destroyed. That's enough. Shoot. I wouldn't come home after that. Yep. Yep. That's enough. That's enough. Which, which is interesting that they have this uh, thing where these kind of movies where uh, the white males in their father's car is being destroyed. That's a lot of it. Why is that? What is that about? I don't know, because they did it in that with they, that, those two films, Ferris Bueller, Risky Business, and also where they did it in the film, in the, I mean, the television show Valerie, where the son drove the car and crashed it up. You know, that's the thing mm -hmm. they have with, you know, these men with their cars. And you know, wanting to you know dispose of their children for you know ruining their vehicles. I got to tell you, though, first Bueller's Day Off, I'm looking at his friend like, why in the world would you let that maniac drive your daddy's car? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, if I, if I'm gonna get in trouble, it's gonna be because I drove that car, right? Let, let mm -hmm. me tell you this: there's a bunch of friends I had at that age. If they were if they were at the steering wheel, I'm not getting in the car. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not getting in. Unless I, unless I have a death wish, I'm not just. I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't blame you. <coughs> They're crazy. Why am I yeah. do that? It could be a whole movie yeah. of, of just stuff I won't do. It's like the, yeah. the world's boringest movie. <laughs> you know. The things that I won't do. No, and I'm not opening the door. I'm not looking through the. I'm not peeping through the window. I'm not inviting anybody in. I never had yeah. any sex workers. It's yep. like my, my my parents are away from the house. It's a nice house in a in a in a really ritzy suburb. The porch stays in the driveway. Yep. I sit home and and eat popcorn and watch cartoons. Uh, yep, That's, there I you go. go. To school That's what I'm supposed to. I stay all day. I don't leave early. <laughs> The, the boring film. That's yeah, right. The boring ass film. Mm -hmm. It's like it's called. You know, the name, you know what the name of that film is called? Staying Alive. That's what it's Staying called. Staying Alive. That's right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Et comes. Et talk about. I'm in a spaceship. You should come get me because I need to. I need to call home. It's like, nah. Go next door or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not no. 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 You have to go you next door. Ask Miss Williams because you can lose your phone. Ask Miss Moon she could use her. You could use her phone, man. I not open the door. I'm not allowed to open the door. Told me nothing. 
My parents told me not to open the office. I'm not even allowed to talk to you. I'm not allowed to talk to you. So this, yeah, this conversation is going to end right now. So yeah, I'm not allowed to talk to you. Yeah. That's a boring yeah. film. Yeah. Stay yeah. alive. Stay alive. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you think about like all the uh, the zombie films and stuff like that. Again, I am not opening the door. Right. Mm -hmm. No nope. door opening, you know, no, none of that stuff like that. This is not, not going to go anywhere, nope. you know. Uh, no, just no. I'm not doing nothing. Oh, look, King Kong is climbing the Empire State Building. Okay, I'm going to go inside, shut the door. I'm going to turn on the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not going down happened. there. Damn, I'm man. I can't it. believe he did all that to those people. Yeah, I'm not going down there to see it. Uh, and then I went to... And then I went to bed. Yep. And hopefully they clean it up in the morning by the time I got to go to school. Yeah. yeah. Or if I'm lucky, school will be canceled because ah. King, Kong was in, King Kong was in the city. That's it's like, right. It's like, when, it's like when they had 9-11, they didn't have school the next like for a long time, right? So Yeah, that's true. So I yeah. just like, you know, all the schools closed down. Cartoon, cartoon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, though, how many of these things? You know, you wouldn't have these troubles if you just do the home training rules. Well, it's not, it's a boring movie, but you, your movie would be boring. My movie would be boring. But you know would what? Be alive. Yeah, but I'd be alive. I'd be the person that lived to the end of the film. That's well, all. Nobody's going to watch. They want to see you with the threat of being punished or killed or, you know, some bad thing. I mean, the thing no, about this No, no, I'd be the person at the end telling you what happened to the rest of those morons. No, the thing is, like a risky business, the thing is, he doesn't get into the school that he wants. His parents going to uh, come back and find their house all messed up. His father's car is in the Lake Michigan. You know, that that, that skinny, stupid-looking pimp is going to beat his ass. Yeah, yeah. All these all things. things. Yeah. Yeah, there's all those things that makes it fun for everyone else, but not so much fun for me. I'm yeah. saying that how do we avoid crises? But I guess... This is what you should do. Think about it. Like you talked about earlier, Selena, reverse engineering your film. Yep. Everything, <laughs> everything that is not that I'm not supposed to do, every bit of home training that I'm not supposed to listen to that's for the direct the steps of my life, I write them down and I do a film that is the reverse of everything that I'm supposed to do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh -huh. It's, it's like a, a risky business. Like the 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 guy who's uh trying to talk to him to see whether he's uh he's worthy to go to their school. He's not those people don't come to your house. So if he came uh -uh. to my house like that, I'd say, nah man, you lying. What are you, you doing in my house? house? You're not supposed to be in my house. You ain't getting in. And then, yeah. then the guy said, You know what? You're not getting in either. So Okay. You're not getting into school. Okay. But you know what? There's more than one goddamn school. <laughs> There's other schools. Yeah. But again, if you think about all our rules, if you throw all our rules out the window, what kind of story would you get if you open the door and let strange people in? If you don't follow the directions that you you're given, you're not, you're given, you have children growing up in a much better country. Incomplete directions. Um, you, from people, you don't you know? listen to no instructions. You'd be opening the door. You'd yep. people in. Yep. You did all kind of crap. All sorts of crazy stuff happening to you. So you write your movie based on that. You know, just 
go and you know, figure out a situation and then say, okay, now I'm gonna throw all the home training rules out the window. And this is how I get all the action in my film by um, having things happen. And the response to those things is throw my home training out the window. The things that keep me, uh, if not safe, but at least in a position where I can logically figure something out. You know, like not going back for the cat. Okay, so I go try to find the cat that gives the xenomorph time to get into my escape pod, right? Mm -hmm. So no, just go get in the escape pod. Don't look for the cat. Mm -mm. Just, just go get in your escape pod. Because now you're making yourself have to hold a whole nother step. Also, I know this has nothing to do with what is it we're talking about. But in Aliens, the one with the S, at the very end of the film, when she is in the, um, I don't know what you want to call it, the tube, and then she hits the button and opens it up and the vacuum starts, right? And then the, the Xenomorph Queen grabs her by the foot, right? By the leg. And she is holding on to the, the metal steps, the metal rungs, right? With her arm hooked through it, right? And holding on to her arm. She's holding on to her arm with the metal hook thing, on the metal thing, right? The metal rung. And the Xenomorph Queen is being sucked in the vacuum space, holding on to her ankle. So why was it that her arm was like ripped out of the socket? I just wondered. Because she's the, she's the lead. <laughs> So she's got like they paid her too much money to then they won't let her go through. So she's yes. got more bone or her bones are better or something, or or that something's going on with her body that makes that I mean this. I'm presuming the Xenomorph Queen, I believe, is heavy, right? Yeah. So it's like if somebody took I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be generous, okay? I'm not even gonna say a car, all right? Let's say a motorcycle. There's somebody took a, a chain and hooked a motorcycle to my ankle, then uh, I'm going to say the vacuum, not vacuumed out, like into the vacuum of space. Let's just say all they did was drop it, right? Mm -hmm. How long are we to hold on to anything with a motorcycle hanging from my leg? So either my arm is going to go or my leg is going to go, but something is going to go. There's no way I'm going to sit there with something as heavy as a motorcycle and not have my arm come out of the socket or my leg come out of the socket. Something's going to happen, right? There you go with that common sense thing again. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> that always drove me crazy. Why didn't that happen? So, yeah, just things like that. So, I'm issues like that. I like things to make sense. Well, that's when, you know, you're being chased by an entire squadron of the bad guys and they're shooting at you with high-powered rifles and you would think that at least one of them would be able to wing you, if nothing else, but all the bullets miss. Yep. There you go. Lucky that day. I was very lucky that day, Cranston. Extremely lucky, which is against my rules, of course, is what we know. So here we go. So I mean, I'm telling you, you know, again, like you say, that thing you just said, toss out our rules, 
right? So now we get luck that we aren't supposed to get because we're not supposed to be doing that, right? Mm -hmm. All right, then see, all we have to do now that we've discovered how our home training protects us in all of these instances in averting uh, catastrophe, tragedy, and crises, that all we have to do is ignore all the home training in order to write an adventurous film, right? But make yeah. a boring movie, though. But I'm just saying that if we dispense with all our home training, then we can write a really adventurous film. Yeah, nobody want to watch that, though. Which one? Oh. Boring home training film, yeah. No, it's oh, just saying saying if, you, you, you do the opposite of what your home training says to do. Oh, do the opposite. Oh, yeah. You know, let people in and right, all that right. Stuff. Yeah, we let the right one in, as that scary movie says. Yeah. Scary things, you know. Yeah, but, all you know, if, if, but but the problem is, if you're black, that like, you don't make it through the movie because it's, it's like if you're Ferris Bueller, you know, something happens to you almost immediately. And in a risky business, if you're doing, um, you know, a sex, criminal sex business out of your house, then that have, that, get, that gets shut down immediately. So these are short movies. Right. Yeah. For black people, they're very short movies. You know, and the, the neighbor's just waiting for you to do something out of, out of, out of line, you know, so they can call on you. And I'm yeah, not, even, I mean, I'm not even saying if your neighborhood is full of white people, all of no, black no, people, no, whatever. Like Johnson, you your, Ms. Yeah, Johnson's been playing for me for, for years. Like, exactly. If I, if I put the garbage can, uh, you know, too close to yeah. the garbage, here come yep. the cops. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's what you find out that Gladys Kravitz is alive and well. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> because this Kravitz ready to make your life a living hell. So you thought I forgot that time you threw that egg on my house for Halloween. I said, but it wasn't me. But you knew who those kids were. But listen, listen. You know, somebody called the cops on us because we had a motion detector on our porch. Yep, that's true. Come on. Now, you know, every any anytime a cop shows up, what shows up with them is a gun. So the potential yeah. for the potential for killing is, you know, great, right? Yeah. By mistake, on purpose, you know. So you know, you you heard my my motion detector on my porch. It was too loud for your dog. So you dial nine one one. That's what I'm saying. These movies are short movies. Yeah, probably mm -hmm. black people. Right? Yep. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Motion detector on his porch. His neighbor, you know, his do neighbor's dog was disturbed. He called the cops. The cops came in, had their guns drawn. And then he came out to say, hey, everybody, pow, shot dead in the movie. Yeah. That'll, that'll show, that'll learn you. Mm -hmm. Turn your thing on so that that guy's dog has to hear come it. Out your, come out your house to find out what's going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the thing, like you said the other day, that you go out at the 2 in the morning and you say, what the heck is going on out here? And the cops dispatch ask, what were you doing outside at 2 a.m.? So it's what like, are you doing outside on your porch? Uh... What the heck? Because it's my porch, and that's like, I, I get to do that, right? That is amazing. Yeah. Apparently not. Take my ass back inside. Take your ass back inside. There you go. We build these streets. People are allowed to come in and steal your stuff while you're. That's upstairs. right. We take care of ignoring them, not you. <laughs> amazing. 
So yeah, these oh, are short cool. movies. These are like short, very short films. If you put black people in it, you know, like I said, Back to the Future. You know, go back to the fifties. You go to the you go to the twenty thirties, and you find out that it's just like the the fifties. You know. Yeah, that would be the real thing, huh? Yep. So, wow. Huh. So that so was what, what what point in time do I go to? When the Moors were were you ruling ruling Europe? Did I go there? Yeah, but they'll say, wait a minute, you don't look Moorish to us. I don't know where you're from. You know, it's a man, you know, it can't win for losing, right? There's a period of time, like the Moors and like, you know, the time of Jesus. <laughs> The color of my skin didn't matter, so I'm you know, I'm I'm going there, okay? Yeah, but then you can't have any um, what you call it, there's no um, streaming services and can't watch TV, so I'll just, I'll just stay here, been beaten by cops and stuff because <laughs> I, I gotta have much. internet, I have to have the internet. no internet, man, no internet. So, what are you gonna do, right? What's, what's the plan? No internet. Just ask it and ask it for a friend. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you're psycho, if you're psycho, you're a black woman. Uh -huh. do, you stop, do you stop at that hotel? With that, a, that funny, that funny acting white guy there? It's probably a sundown town. No, you just keep going. Or, or stay in your car somewhere and pull off to the side. See, but remember what happened when she pulled off to the side? A cop came up on her. Yeah. So, as a, what would you do as a black woman in that kind of situation? I do not know. That's that's a that's a that's a tricky one, huh? That's another that's another podcast. Yeah, that's tricky. You know, what do you do? You know, if in psycho, if you are a black woman and you stolen the money from your boss and you're trying to escape, you know, you're on the lamb, right? Right, we're on the lamb, and you see the Bates Motel and it's no longer I mean you go to a place that's off the main drag, I guess because you don't want to be caught, right? You go to a place off the main drag, correct? Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's kind of scary fight, isn't it? Because I don't want to be caught by the cops, but the same token, I also don't want to be killed by a crazy person. I don't know. I don't know. Six in one hand, half a dozen in the other, right? <laughs> don't know about that one. I don't know. Anybody That's got rough. any ideas? Anybody got any ideas? I mean, yeah, but you know what? As a black male, I think it'll be even rougher. How so? Because, okay, you take off and you're going down the road. Number one, the first time that she got caught by that cop sitting on the side of the road, that'll be it for you. You went the, the end of the movie. <laughs> End of movie. No, remember the cop follow her. Remember the cop follow her all the way. Yeah, the I get a cop some of that money. Car. I get a cop so, some of that money and then I leave. No, no, that you, know, you take all your damn money and you still be in jail. But you probably still be alive at least, not killed by Norman Bates. You'd be true. in jail though. That's true. And the guy would have stolen all your money. And that would have been it. Like they did to that person. Remember that thing with the guy, the Donut King person? And yeah. they had the money in the car and then said, hey, we had a bag in the car. Ain't no bag in that car. And that was it for them. Well, he was still alive, though. 
Yeah, he was still alive. But they didn't have no money. Lasted their money. That 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 thing there. So I'm saying that even though in the Norman Bates story, as a black man, you may have gotten a gotten pinched by the cops, but you would not have made it to the Bates Motel such that you would have been killed. So there is that, right? Yep, yep. Because man, he, he was following her and she was just a white woman. And I guess her thing is like, is a white woman traveling alone? What are you doing, white woman traveling alone without a man or without a male escort? You know, what are you up to, right? I don't understand why he, why he felt the need to uh, sexually, he's just harassing this, this woman. What's yeah. the point? But that's the thing. She's a woman uh, traveling alone without a male escort. You know, no, I guess no, but it's just kind of like uh, I had a, a one of my friends wrote uh, a paper many, many years ago. And the fact is, if you are a working woman, then you are a quote unquote public woman, which makes you the same as like a prostitute, which is that you don't have the protection of a father or a husband, then you are just you're set adrift. And any you know man that wants to you know do anything to you, they think that they have their right. Who came up with the rule? I mean, it's not no, it came up with the rules. It's just a, from um, just researching the interaction between how it is that women who are out in the world that you are you know to the mind of those you know, people the same as you know a, a you are a public woman that you have put yourself out into the public. Therefore, um, you are treated like the most public of women, which would be like a prostitute, that you have no protection, you know, because you have chosen to put yourself in public. There, there's no such thing as a public man? No, because men, that the, the sphere of being in public belongs to men. You know, when you have, I mean, think of places for, for instance, some places, you know, in the Middle East where women aren't even allowed to go travel outside. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, I had Beetlejuice. Mm -hmm. They said, oh, you got you to say the name three times. You got to do all this stuff. Who makes these rules? I, I don't yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, who makes these rules? Right. So it's kind of, you know, interesting. It's, I don't know if it's like a written rule, but it's the way that things have become or the way that they are. You know, like, you know, people in, in certain countries, you get arrested going out with your hair showing, your hands showing and stuff. You're supposed to be completely shrouded in some instances. And um, the concept of being, you know, in the public, being a public, you know, person, woman interacting as if you are, I mean, you know, um, I guess it's as a male. I remember Nikki was telling me a story not too long ago about some woman who come from here, gone to Saudi Arabia or somewhere and got into an argument with a guy and she got put in jail. Because she was trying to recover some of her stuff in the back of her car, a rental car, they got into an accident and uh, they wanted to charge her to recover her stuff. So she was arguing with the guy, she got put in jail. You know, because, you know, you are doing things you're not supposed to do, i.e. acting as if you are equal, you know. 
That was scary. But them well, you know, I always remember that line from uh, The Handmaid's Tale, where mm-hmm. they put the the the, the woman's uh, all women's bank account combined it with their husbands or men or grandmas. Yeah, for the for husbands of charge their bank accounts. Yeah, and and a lot of men were okay with it. it, it, it Even her. Not a big yeah. deal. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, so big. I can handle. You know, our money. You know, so big deals are. You know, okay with money. But you know, he didn't have any problem with it because you know what? It wasn't his money that he was. You know, that somebody was restricting. It was only the money she worked for that was being restricted. And he didn't think. I mean, as a couple, sure you think well, it's not a big deal because you know we, you know, we're family money. But the issue is, I am no longer allowed to manage the money that I earned, you know? And, you know, he didn't get it, you know, that that was an issue for her. It's like a pimping out or something. Yeah, that you work for your family and, but you're not, you know, a human being, you know, that, you know, actually gets to make decisions. You have no agency. You know, know, speaking of that series, you know, I only saw a a season and a half of that. How many seasons are there, number one? And number two, is it worth, anybody who's seen it, is it worth, look, you know, watching the entire series? It's season five is about to start any day now, I think. I can't remember if they finished shooting it or before the strike happened. Um... I'm finding it fascinating to see how they expand the story because they finished the book the first season. I know. I read the book many, 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 many years ago. And so it's been very interesting watching them expand the universe. What is, it worth, what is, it worth it? is it worth it to watch? Um, I'm having a lot of black anxiety because I know that the, 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 the new stuff that's happening to women isn't really new that Native American and Black women have been going through that in the Americas forever. But it's interesting watching how people think, the thinking mm-hmm. process behind what's going on. You know, you find out that it was a woman who was who wrote a lot of the ideology that they're following Green now. Boy, yeah. Yeah, um, you find out, and, and now that she's on the other side of it, she's get, she sees things in a whole different light now. But how nice of her. Um, that she sells everybody out. Yeah. Just because it's not going to happen to me. Yeah, I think, yeah, you, you, you definitely get that feeling that they all, every woman who got caught up in it was under the impression it was not going to be their lot until the, it was. Until it was. Not my lot until it was. You know, it, again, it's like, you're a woman and they're women and all they have to do is just you know what change your clothes you know make you wear a different outfit and now you're what we say you are so i'm finding the thought process although i i always write in on twitter it was never meant to be an instruction manual and it seems like america is following it as an instruction manual now yeah some degree yeah Okay, so it's worth watching. I may take a look at it because I haven't I haven't seen it in a very long time. Yeah, I think of it as a psychology class, not as 
a TV show. You're watching how people think and the rationales they give themselves for yeah. what they do. And how those really are the good old days. Yep. I mean, it's very interesting to me when I read the book that um, when you read it, it's like people are studying the, the book that she has written, it's The Handmaid's Tale, basically this journal, this diary of someone this thing happened to, but they could never really authenticate whether it's you know a compilation or whatever and then the thing got me is like i mean atwood really puts it to you because these people are doing a panel discussion at some academic convention and they're saying things and they're telling jokes and laughing but this is right after you're done reading this woman's tale they're like a hundred years or whatever later or 50 years later or whatever and they're laughing at stuff that was just, you know, soul scarring, you know, just moments ago as you're reading it. And it was, I thought that was brilliant, you know, in the way it was written that, you know, we're reading this and we take it as truth and we're going to this journey with her. And then they're at the end, ha, 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 ha. this happened, la la, he, 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 you know, making little academic jokes. And it was just terrible. But I guess the same thing happens, you know, in real life when we make jokes about, you know, wars that have um, gone on over the past hundred years or so. And, you know, people who listened or knew people had gone through those those um, conflicts, you know, it's not a joke. You know, it's not funny. But, you know, we I guess we joke about things to take the weight from them. But it was it, it's interesting. I thought that was a brilliant way to you know kind of end that where we're seeing this from the point of view of people who are saying that the story is not really for story. There's no yeah there's no way to authenticate that because we have no collaborating evidence. Right. Of awful. course you're not gonna have any evidence. They're not gonna leave evidence. Yeah, but I mean everyone knew that this thing did happen, but they don't have you know the the, the provenance, you know, what went just I thought, wow, wow, you know, reading that was just so terrible. Is that something can happen to you when you write in detail what it was, and then because it doesn't come through the hands of whoever they think it should come through, and we're not so sure that this is an act, accurate depiction, blah, blah, blah. Man, how awful, how awful. Again, but I'm looking at the clock and I know it's time for everybody to start wrapping it up. So I guess I can end it by asking people if you have one of the, the many uh, rules that we are taught live by the home training, which is the one that you think um, is, uh, I guess, in place to preserve life and limb the most? Cranston, which, which one do you think is the one if you live by it, it will preserve life and limb and keep us out of the midst of chaos. I think probably the best general rule is, um, uh, like Otto had mentioned about ET and everything. You know, if uh, if everybody else does it, don't do it too. That's the basic rule and everything. You know, 
yeah, yeah. Um, is uh and i guess that's the other thing is, is you know when you're taking advice from somebody you have to figure out okay can i trust this person where did you hear that yeah yep. you know yep. what what TikTok video was it that that told you that particular piece of news so yeah okay yeah 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 what you call it your um consider the source mm -hmm. all right okay uh sonia if there's an instruction manual, follow it. Yeah. None of this ego. I can do it without the instruction manual. No. No. Just read the book. Read the book, Morons. Read the book. All right. Yeah, I'm with that one. Read the book. How about you, Otto? Sit down. Keep your hands to yourself and don't answer the door. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I say mine is my favorite one is if you didn't put it there, then mm -hmm. don't move it, leave it alone. I'm moving stuff. Tell me, see something don't, you didn't put it there, leave it the flip flops alone. That's my rule, leave it alone, Fritz. Uh, how about the meme of whenever you see somebody uh, in a movie? And there's something on the street, and it's liquid or something. They stick their finger in and taste it. How about that? I hate that so much, so 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 much, because no one will ever do that. And so, what what are you, insane? You'd have to be insane. Oh, I'm no. sorry. It was just poison. Don't don't mind that, right? No, this looks harmless. Yeah, right. Oh, it tastes like blood. Who the hell told you to put that in your mouth? How do you know what blood tastes like? Yeah. So it's it's tastes like, this tastes like crap. How do you know what crap tastes like? Yeah. I don't understand why anybody would. I, mean, that makes, I hate it when they do that in films because no one would do that. You know? Well, we no are the one. people who, hey, this smells, this looks, smells like it went bad. You want to taste it for sure? You know what? Yeah. All I have to do is smell bad for me. That's all I yeah. I don't need anything else. That's it. Smells bad, that's enough. Yeah. I'm not needing to go any further in this conversation. Uh, it smells bad, and I'm done with it. All right. Okay, y'all. Well, here we are, and Everybody get on with it. Even this has been a lot of fun because it gave me the opportunity to hearken back to my childhood. And, you know, a lot of these rules, I certainly passed down to my own children. And you know what? A lot of them I still follow today. Even when you're like, you know, Otto, you were talking about the thing with the devil witness. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to open my door. We don't do that. We do exactly the things that we were taught. It's in great. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're still here. So I'm, I tell you all, mind uh, the rules, uh, remember your home training, and we may just actually get out of this thing, but none of us are going to get out of it alive, but we may get out of it with uh, the, the least amount of consternation as possible, right? Yeah. Right. At least right. comfortably, yes. Yes, yes. With the, the least amount of discomfort. How's that? There we go. All right. Thank you all so much, and I enjoy the remainder of the weekend. Have a very productive next week and we will see you back here same time same place in the other hood good night good night good night
Good night. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.